Hello, dear friends. You're welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. This English podcast is coming to you from our studios here in Shanghai. Today is Friday, June eleventh, twenty twenty-one. Yes, and、uh, today's episode is going to be episode number one hundred and sixty-four. So, if you're new to this platform. You know that we have had so many episodes before, and you could just roll back and listen to about ten previous episodes, and that will make you understand how we work on this platform. This is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. Today is a beautiful sunny day out here, and we hope to introduce、um, a new section of our series. Our ongoing series is on. The International English Language Testing System (IELTS), and so we have already discussed the speaking section. We have discussed、uh, the writing section, and today we will be introducing the listening section. Listening section is a very challenging section too, because people who are preparing for this exam, most of them are speakers of English as a second language, so it can be quite. Challenging to listen to the native speakers of English in the audio files that are played for you to listen to, and then you are supposed to, you are expected to be listening and answering questions as well. So, and and this is what I would like to introduce in this episode today. So,、um, if you have a pencil and paper.、Um, I'll, I'll be giving you some tips that can help you prepare for the listening section of the test.、Um, but I think,、um, like in all other sections, I always tell my students that the best way to prepare for the test is to practice. So, if you want to prepare for listening, you need to get an actual、um, listening comprehension test that. Has been used in the test in the past, and then listen to it and try to answer the questions. And this kind of、uh, past question papers can be found online. So, for things like reading, for things like listening,、um, there's no way a teacher can give you just tips, 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 and finally you get it right. You can get a hundred tips on how to get a good score in listening, in reading, in writing, and in speaking. But until you actually practice with a, a, a typical question from the test, you cannot say for sure that you're ready for the test. So I always encourage my students to work with past questions、um, as. As frequently as possible, you know. If you have six months to prepare for the test, I recommend that you can spend a majority of that time working with past questions, and and then you spend a little time learning tips. It is true that tips are also important. Tips、um, help you stay within the format, within.、Um, The expectations of the examiners. That's the importance of having tips. So in each section, we give a lot of tips, and、uh, we tell you, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that. So tips are important. Yeah,、uh, they help you stay within 
the, the expectations of the examiner, but just tips alone are not enough. So it's always good to find, if you're a candidate out there listening to this program and you're preparing for the test, um, you, you, you may have a lot of tips from books, from internet, uh, from websites, uh, but you still need to get somebody to supervise you and I insist on the supervision because uh, there are also some students who do a lot of practice with past question papers uh, but they don't work within examination standards. What does that mean? It means you can get some past questions, past IELTS questions uh, and then you're trying to practice with those questions but you don't put yourself within examination standards. For example, you don't do it within uh, the timing that is required during the test. Um, you, you probably have all the time to listen to the audio file over and over and pause and listen again and pause and look at the questions and pause. Uh, that is not very useful because in the test, in the actual test, you will not have that possibility to listen back and forth. So when you want to practice for the test, it is important to put yourself in examination conditions. Um, if, if that section of the test is for 14 minutes, make sure you write, you push yourself to write or speak or listen or read within 14 minutes to make sure that you, so that you don't get embarrassed during um, the actual test. So that's one thing that you should do when you practice, when you do practice, uh, put yourself in examination conditions. And one way to also do that is to go to websites that offer mock out tests. There are lots of websites probably you have to pay. Uh, it's hard to find one that does a good job for free, uh, but you can find some that you get to pay. And when you pay, you get um, somebody who is going to play the role of an examiner and help you take a mock test online and that person can supervise you and can also score your test so that by the time you get to the actual test you really know um, what it feels like and what your level is approximately so you can then work on it to improve. So um, one general tip, for example, for the listening section is I, I advise my students to download the answer sheets online. If you go online and you search um, IELTS listening answer sheets, you will see the format, how the answer sheet looks like. And it is good to familiarize uh, yourself with these tools because if you see them for the first time on the day of the test that that could intimidate you because you 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 may be trying to figure out uh, oh what is this square for what is this space for and by the time you get to understand the answer sheet uh, you know probably the listening must have started and then you you're a little bit lost so it's a good thing to actually go online and search for answer sheets for writing, for listening, as well as for reading. You can find the sample answer sheets online.
can study them carefully and if there are some spaces or some information on the papers that you don't really understand you can get an English teacher to clarify and tell you what what they're used for so that's one one thing you should do uh, they're not expensive just download them for free online and go to the next documentation shop or in your school documentation office and get them printed out so that if you're going to take a mock listening test you could actually write the answers on a sample out listening answer sheet that will help you a lot so that you don't find anything strange on the day of the actual test um, tip number two is the listening is once this is important a lot of students especially high school students are used to the kind of listening that you have in your English textbooks at school it's usually done twice the first time you listen to know what it's talking about and then you get to read the questions and then you listen again and then you answer so if, if you're very used to this kind of system you should know that in the ads test listening is once so if you miss it that's it you don't have a chance to listen again that's the second tip so be highly focused you need extreme attention when you listen you need to really focus and, and make sure you get the information you're looking for the third thing to note is that um, the listening test is divided into four sections and from section one it's relatively easy it's quite easy most students get almost a full score in section one but when you get to section two it becomes a little harder section one is usually very specific information like names and numbers dates of places uh, the dates and uh, names of places names of people names of things so most students can get a good really good score in section one when it gets to section two things become a little um, more difficult and then it's usually a conversation it's usually a conversation and in section three it becomes even more difficult because it's like a group of people discussing a topic like a panel discussion and you have to figure out who agrees and who doesn't agree uh, who proposes which idea and what are they talking about and so on so that gets more difficult in section four it is even more difficult because um, it's usually a lecture remember uh, this is academic arts I'm talking about and academic arts and general training they all get the same listening test so the listening test is one for everybody it's the same for everybody uh, so in section four they are trying to test your ability to understand a lecture for example in a university uh, setting are you able to listen to a university lecturer and get details about a topic so so that that's pretty much how the structure looks like um, and each section is having 10 questions so four sections we have 40 questions um, and, and, and usually in, 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 in all the sections you are expected to uh, listen to a section of the audio and then you answer some questions usually in segments of four or five so um, you have about um, 30 minutes in total 
for all the sections you have about 30 minutes and then they give you some extra time to be able to transfer your questions your answers onto the answer sheet so when you are listening you're actually writing the information you think is important on your question paper you're probably taking down some notes you are jotting some names and some facts and then when all is done you then have some time to transfer those answers accurately onto the real answer sheet so it is important to understand how that process works and the only way to do that is to get an actual sample answer sheet and practice with it so um, and remember that the instructions are very important at, at the beginning of each section of the listening test there is a specific instruction and some students are so much in a hurry to look at the questions that they forget to read that instruction at the beginning of the section that instruction usually sounds like um, not more than one word in section one, for example, is not more than one word or a number. That means your answer has to be very brief. Your answer will be just one word or a number. Now, if you go writing a sentence, that is considered a wrong answer. Even though that one word that is the correct answer could actually be in that sentence, but that whole answer is considered wrong. So attention, attention, attention. Make sure you read the instructions at the beginning of each section. Um, sometimes the instruction is not more than two words or a number. It means the answer cannot be three words. The answer cannot be at the hospital. The answer will be the hospital. The answer can be 45 the answer will not be 45 minutes it will be 45 so they can tell you not more than two words the answer should not be more than two words or it should be a number and sometimes it is the answer should not be more than three words and or a number whoa that sounds a little bit complicated it means the answer could actually have three words plus a number so it could be six o'clock at the hospital. That could be a correct answer, six o'clock at the hospital. But it cannot be, meet me at six o'clock at the hospital. That will be considered wrong. So you have to be careful and pay attention to instructions at the beginning of each section. This is a general, um, a general, view of a view of um, how you should prepare psychologically um, for the listening test and um, the topics are very very varied sometimes you have especially in section four where you have a lecture sometimes it's a scientific lecture sometimes it's uh, it's history sometimes it's geography sometimes it's biology so it's it's because it's like preparing you for further studies in English. So you have to read widely and listen to lots and lots of uh, podcasts. Um, you know, there are lots of podcasts online where you can listen to. The, I'm not saying that you're going to to be lucky to, to, to find something online that will actually show up in the test, but it's just a way to familiarize yourself 
with what may show up. The accent is uh, usually the British accent, sometimes Australian accent, and sometimes the American accent too. So you have to be ready to listen to any kind of native English speaker. So with that said, um, I think you have a general picture of how your listening test is going to look like. We're out of time. Our time is up, and this is your regular host teacher, D, signing off. And I'll see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.